following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by the Best Burger Campaign at your local McDonald's of Michigan. You can celebrate McDonald's making some small changes to its burger lineup that will have a huge impact on flavor. They're too juicy and tasty to resist. So stop by and try one of the best burgers in Michigan at your local McDonald's. Fridays on the Huge Show are presented by McDonald's of Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's our number three on a football Friday. Jeff Resden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire, one of our Lions NFL insiders in studio. Uh, to wrap up this broadcast, Lions and the Falcons on Sunday. I was looking at the roster. Jalen Mayfield, the former Grand Rapids Catholic Central and University of Michigan offensive lineman, looks like he's on the Giants practice squad right now after getting drafted by the Falcons uh, out of Michigan. Uh, so he won't be there uh, on Sunday. Falcons bring a lot of good young talent, and they're 2 0. Uh, they're one of the biggest surprises. Tampa Bay 2-0 without uh, Brady. You're looking at Derek Carr and his impact, and watch out for the Saints. Niners far and away, and you watched them last night. They are the best team in football right now. And Is there anybody even close to them? Uh, uh, Dallas was, but now that they've lost their second-best defensive player, you got to wonder yeah. about Dallas. You know, losing Trayvon Diggs or in, in practice, that, that, you know, that, and that's one of the things that I, you know, we're obviously dealing with a lot of injuries in Detroit right now, but I, I think there's a lot of people that think that it's only Detroit that's suffering. Like, nah, man. I watched Nick Chubb almost lose his leg. Hmm. Um, and Nick, like... That I know, reminded me of the... Remember Napoleon McCallum? The oh, former Gator yeah, running back? Yeah. Was that the Raiders? He was with the Niners. Raiders. Yeah, yeah, game. It was a Monday Night Football was. game back in the day, right? Yeah. Where they were worried his artery... Yeah, right. They, they did. They actually had to take him to, to the hospital for emergency right. surgery yeah, to, to save the that. leg. Yeah, the Chubb injury. Was that, that's that's nasty. that's horrifying. But th- that that's you know that's Cleveland's best offensive player. They're, they're without him. Uh, they whether it's real or not, they still think they're making the playoffs. Boy, Deshaun Watson looked bad in that second half, didn't he? They gave up no first downs and negative yards to Pittsburgh in the second half of that game had an 11 point lead and lost that's what i mean that's, that's hard they were in to do cuz Pickett's not playing well but Steelers you know TJ Watt is right there with TJ Watt he's he's fantastic yeah, they the and, and Alex Highsmith on the other side is really good they they are a team that wins with defense and with Steelers no still offense. have a big home field advantage that that crowd is really good and we'll see i, I looked at the Niners last night and i'm like Again, injuries can change seasons. You mentioned Diggs getting her best cover corner uh, in football uh, for the Cowboys. Huge loss. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, they could send pressure. Diggs could take. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a routes. team that thrives on making plays. And Micah Parsons is really good at generating the pressures. And Trayvon Diggs is great at, at taking advantage of it. 
they're missing part of that equation now. We'll see. We'll see how they bounce back. That, that's a good football team, though. Yeah, Niners. If they if Purdy stays healthy, his story from Iowa State, and then coming back from an injury. I mean, that guy. He. I think I heard the. It was Michaels and Herb Street on Amazon Prime last night. He's the 78th highest paid QB in the NFL right now. He makes less than what Lions backup does. Teddy Bridgewater. Bridgewater. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That, that, that's. That's one of the advantages that they have. That's how. They how about the seventh rounder, Ronnie Bell, catching that great throw? He looked good, didn't from he? From another seventh rounder, yeah. Ronnie Bell doesn't look like a seventh rounder. Ronnie Bell looked pretty good last night. And again, because he's not your prototypical six foot two, six foot three receiver. Teams just let him fall all the way to, and he's the perfect fit now with Purdy in that offense. He runs precise routes, and he understands how to play football. How about his catch where he got the two feet down? That's where for the TD. It's great. Seventh you know. rounder, as I said, at huge show on Twitter. Seventh rounder to a seventh rounder. That's how you can. That's how Wasn't you can. Purdy, pay. Was Purdy Mr. Irrelevant? He was, was Mr. Irrelevant. The that's last a, player draft. Yep, that's how you pay Bosa. That's how you pay Depot Samuel. That's how you pay George Kittle and all those other guys that you make hit all on, the you big hit on point. those low round draft picks. And that was that was the rationale for a lot of people wanting. Hendon Hooker or somebody in the late rounds in the last couple of years. Now they have Hendon Hooker. We'll see what the plan is long term with. They got to pay off. I I don't think they. I don't think they can get away from paying. They Goff. they got to give him that. He's I, he's earned it. I'm surprised it's it, you know <laughs> that it hasn't already happened that uh, you've seen these extensions happening or reworks even with uh, Mahomes has seen these guys making all this money goes wait a minute and Joe yeah. Burrow gets his and Patrick Mahomes is like you know what I'm not the highest paid player anymore no. hey, hey hit me up I, I need and to they be did. the highest paid and, and they did I need to put another uh, golf hole in my backyard at my new house so I think golf's going to get paid sooner than later yeah and what is it what's going to be going right 50 he, million a year he's going to make 50 million a year probably give him the 200 250 million you know with 150 million guaranteed or something right uh, that's that's in the ballpark yeah, yeah. absolutely I think and, he and I think he's market value if you would have told me if you would if we would have had this conversation at that point la- at this point last year I would have laughed in your face now one in like, six you no, would have been on no, the there's no drafty young quarterback thing because you're thinking one in six absolutely. you're going to get uh, you're going to get a young quarterback and you're going to start the rebuild or reload whatever you want to call it since that since that start and actually he was pretty good earlier than that um, he had a couple of the the Miami and New England games last year were not good but beyond that I think he's been He's been a franchise quarterback. He's the reason why the offense is so good. He 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 does. And you don't throw to the end zone when you have them at home with the crowd roaring, mojo on the Detroit side, and you don't put Seattle away and come back and steal a game. And you, you're Dan. And this is this is what bothers me about Dan Campbell. And it was really what drove me nuts from the very first presser with Matt Patricia. That you talk like the fans are stupid. That you're like, I was playing for the Tide. Trisha certainly did that. Okay, all, all yeah. the time. That, but Dan Campbell, <laughs> I was playing for the Tide. I didn't want to give the ball back. You, you're wrong. You, you, don't, you gave the ball back. You knew it was going to be a coin flip. If, it, if this was both teams touch the ball, which it should be in overtime rules. Okay, if both teams play 60 gosh darn minutes of... Either ugly football and it's 0-0 or great football and it's 31-31. Both teams should touch the ball. You then can choose. You then can choose whether you want to kick the field goal or if you're going to keep a drive going and go for it. And the other team then who won the toss 
and who deferred knows they're going to get the ball and they know what they have to do. It's simple and easy. And also, if you've, if you've cut it down to 10 for wear and tear purposes, then do it from the 30-yard line. Do it from the 40. Each team gets a possession. Whoever scores more, and then you do it again. You know, the college did the they did the weird thing with the the two point conversion thing they have to go Why for. Why NFL do that and bring that into overtime? Uh, you know they they want it to they want it to still be decided by traditional football. And I I'm, I'm kind of with you. Like I love hockey. All right, so hockey, tra- hockey overtime where they go for. I love that. All right, so Great. traditional football is this, Rizzy. That both teams get a possession. The flip is about you get the choice. Right. Okay? Based on where the game's at, knowing you're home away, you get the choice. I'm fine with no two-point conversion. And that team then can choose that now we're going to go for it on fourth down. We want the touchdown. And that forces the Lions to score a touchdown to tie. Okay? Now, if both teams, this is really simple math. In traditional football, if both teams score a field goal or both teams don't score after their possession, then your traditional football is the next team scores in its sudden death, and so be it. And you go to 10 minutes, that's fine. Doesn't seem that hard, does it? No, it doesn't. Because <laughs> if I'm not wrong, and I don't have all the USFL and XFL rules, is it, high school, there's no ties. No. Uh, youth football still will have ties. I think like 78ers still will play a tie game. I think so. Okay, I um, do. I, I know that yeah. for a fact. Okay. So, but let's just say high school, college, pro, those three levels in America. Oh. The only place you can get a tie is with the highest level of football. How ass backwards is that? You know, especially when you're playing an odd number of games. Like it's 16 games, okay, it because you're you're adding that many more variables to it, like you're not going to have both teams get a possession. Teams going eight eight and one. God, I don't and want you that. play ten minutes, and, and you know what? If both teams get a possession, uh, and the clock's running out on the other team, they have their possession. They got to throw deep. They got to run the hurry up offense. They got to run like it's the end of regulation. To me, and if both are tied, whether it's touchdowns and extra points or two field goals or no scores. You play, and it's a tie then. And both teams had a shot, and, there, and there's no complaining. Even the team that won the toss still still got the choice of taking the ball or playing defense. How hard is it to do this? Why won't they do it, Rizzy? I, and why am I sounding like I'm in a Seinfeld episode? You do, you do sound a little bit like you're in a Seinfeld episode. Why, why won't they do that I would the competition just say, committee? One of the things that will come back, and I don't, disagree with the fans who are screaming at their car radios right now about this thank you for listening by the way is that the defense has to get a stop like they had a chance and they couldn't get the stop and i i don't disagree with that but i think that that's beside the point i would rather them give give let, let your offense get a shot you know it's decided by a coin flip why not just flip the coin at the end of the game then if they're still tied and see who wins like you're, you, it's the same basic effect. That's my point here. Yeah. So by giving each team a possession, there <laughs> is no argument because if a coach wasn't aggressive enough and he settled for a field goal and the team beats you with a touchdown, so be it. That's real football. Good. They won. Give them, give, dip your hat to them. They oh, got how it. hard is that? It's, it's not. <laughs> I just look at the way you were lucky to be there. The way you came storming back to give Seattle a chance to win it again in your building for the second straight year 
was a dumb coaching it was. move. And you felt, you know, because Seattle, by the way, they missed two field goals in that game. Like, if, if you're going into overtime thinking that maybe, okay, we're going to hold him and maybe he misses the field goal, and then we just, like, when it, just let him get the ball. Get, go to the end zone. Go, go. Like I said, g- give me Sam Laporta on a seam route against Bobby Wagner because he could not cover him all day. And that's more about Sam Laporta than just Bobby Wagner. Laporta's really freaking good, folks. He's the only tight end in NFL history to catch five passes in each of his first two games. Nobody else has ever done that. Not Ozzie Newsom, um, who's one of my personal Kellen heroes. Kellen Winslow? Kellen Winslow didn't do it. Tony Gonzalez didn't do it. Antonio Gates? Shannon Sharp. Um, Antonio Gates Jr. isn't doing that either. But you know, the Antonio Gates can't state basketball. The, the, I, I, I was a contemporary of Tony Gonzalez didn't do it? Tony Gonzalez didn't do it. Charlie Sanders, Lions Hall of Famer, didn't do that. Um, it, TJ Hawkinson, the Minnesota Viking, didn't do it? Hawkinson had a great debut game. Second game, one catch, seven yards. Typical Lions. <laughs> That's uh, happened, Jeff by the way, Hawkinson is playing very well yeah, for, for Minnesota. But they don't miss him. They're, 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 no, I don't either. No, they don't miss him. I, you know what we do good, miss? Good for him getting paid. We, we, we miss being able to see the investment in Jamison Williams for a full year. Now, he can return to practice next week. He can practice. So they have practice um, Monday and Tuesday of next week because they play Thursday in Green Bay. So he will be allowed back in the building, and hopefully he's he's healthy. Remember, he, he missed time in the summer with a hamstring issue. Hopefully he's beyond that and can get back, and when week six comes around or week seven comes around, he's ready to roll. Uh, they, they, they need him. They if, clearly if they would have had Jamison Williams, do they win that Seattle game? I think they. I think they would take a shot in that point. But I'm saying not just I, I, not just the last drive. Win. I don't know about winning, but they they it change. He changes. We've talked about this a lot. He changes the dynamic of how the defense has to play your offense. That's that much more room for Sam Laporta because if you, he might not catch it, but he can catch it over the top, and that means that your safety, you know, Quandre Quandre Diggs has to to step back a little bit more, and that gives. That gives Jameer gives a little bit more room on those Texas routes. That gives David Montgomery a little bit more time to get his his steam rolling forward. I know he's not going to play this week, but well, they're saying it could be a couple of games. Uh, you know, Campbell did allude to it yesterday. Yeah. That and then it'd be th- a couple of weeks, I think, if I'm kind of catching some of that commentary, right? So one for of the Montgomery. Thing, one, yeah, one of the things that a lot of us are thinking is that because they have the two games right away, and because Green Bay is going to be more important, that they're saving Decker. And Montgomery specifically, so they can play against Green Bay, and and get that much more rest time to go into that game at fuller strength than, because I mean obviously if you lose to Atlanta you're one and two and nobody wants that but all hope is not lost if you go into Green Bay and you lose that game it means the Packers are going to be in first place in the NFC North and you're chasing them again nobody wants that so I I, I don't know that that's what's going to happen but there's a lot of speculation internal external that that's what they're doing and it, it, but for that to work you got to have your depth step up this week we talked about it last hour we're, we're gonna talk about it again the guys who are put in positions who are your key players who are your players who are supposed to be difference makers they have to make a difference now they're, that margin for error is gone with the with the injuries that they've got i'm i'm fine with the offense okay you know you need to put it in the hands of Jared Goff in the offense. That's how you can beat Atlanta. Younger team, get a lead. Uh, the crowd still will be very vocal. 
at Ford Field on Sunday. You're two and one, short week. Uh, you get some rested, injured players, hopefully for that Green Bay game. You get that, you get another break, another 10-day break or second 10-day break. And then you get the Panthers, who might be playing without Bryce Young. He's well, not playing Dalton, this weekend. Yeah, Dalton's starting this week. That's almost a ripcord on him, isn't it? It's it's pretty close to it, yeah. <laughs> That's, uh... Well, they see the undefeated teams in the division. right? Frank Reich, their head coach who came over from Indy, that's the panic button already. They missed badly with uh, their first-round offensive tackle a couple of years ago. Ike McQuanu, he's not... You know, Bryce Young, I, I think you and I talked about it last Friday. He physically doesn't look ready for the NFL. No. So I so last night I was watching, um, because I do still do a lot of draft stuff, and I was watching Grayson McCall from Coastal Carolina. And that's a guy that a lot of people thought was kind of going to be a mid-round quarterback. And He's small. He's six foot one. He's he was he played at about one eighty five, one ninety, and that that by the way is a lot bigger than Bryce Young, who played last year at Alabama. And I I know this because I know one of their assistant coaches. He was five ten and a half and one seventy eight mm. when he was playing. He did bulk up for the combine. He wore lifts in his socks. Um, we saw it <laughs> for when he was standing at the podium. Really, he did. Um, he, and he stood on his tiptoes and uh, had, had he tried to get a little platform up in there too. He's small, and it's not just that you're short, but he's he's not physically built. You look at you look at guys. You look at Jared Goff. Like Jared Goff is, he's roughly my height. He's six foot four, six foot four and a half. He weighs about two fifteen, two twenty. He carries that heck of a lot better than I do, and he looks a little bit like. You know, Maybe eat another steak, Jared. You know, maybe he looks thin. Maybe hit the he may hit the weight room a little bit more, buddy. And and he's got he's got thirty five pounds on on Bryce Young, and you know, Goff does a pretty good job of protecting himself. Bryce looks like a complete bust in my mind. He's got a lot of work to do. I, I I'm telling you, he's not helped by the fact that their offensive line isn't very good. But you know, they're. That that's that that is the first. So just to, to look ahead in Lions Land, that's Week Five. That's the first game I feel really comfortable about picking the Lions to win. Um, I think they're going to beat Atlanta. Not to spoil that, but I, I think they're going to win. But I'm not confident about that. It's certainly not something I would. Uh, I'm not putting any money on this game. I know. I know the DraftKings lines are looking pretty good. I, I kind of like the under if I have to bet on anything, but. I, uh, I I don't trust them to win this game. You, you can't after what we saw last Sunday. Well, they need to win, and if they're 2-1 and one with a win at Kansas City, even with the loss of Seattle, you're going to Green Bay, and that's a big game. Here you go again. It'll be that big game feel on the short week for the Lions Nation and the fans. And if they would win in Green Bay, there's another statement game. That's right. So even with the – because we've seen the eggs at Carolina – Last year, right? I, we, we've seen the eggs. And I, they're unexplainable. I, I don't get it. But also, they'll come right back and deliver like, wow, where'd that come from? That Jacksonville game last year was as good of a game as I've ever seen a Lions team play. And they didn't punt, and that, that's they a didn't good, punt until the end of the game, right? And that team won a playoff game last year. So then year. how do you lay the egg against I, Carolina? And that's, and and that's, I know they complained about the turf or the hard field, uh, right? I mean, Carolina was playing on it too, so I, I don't... Couldn't stop the run that day. No, not at all. It I'm, was how bad the defense... If, if you look at most of these games, okay, and I'll give... Golf credit outside of the early part of his first year. Most of the blame in regards to the Lions and their bad games under Dan Campbell 
has been because of the defense. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I mentioned that pro football focus for the top-rated players after two weeks are offensive players. And that checks out. You know, There's one defensive player, Derek Barnes, Derek who's Barnes. the highest-rated player for what analytics are worth. He has played fantastic on the line defense. He is the highest-rated run defender, period, in the NFL right now after two weeks. And he deserves so it. So why his turnaround? He, he got comfortable where he's at. Uh, he's he's playing strictly off the ball now. He's not doing that hybrid thing like he did at Purdue. Um, and he bulked up a little bit. And he's just, the game, he said it in a press conference uh, right at the very beginning of training camp, the game has just slowed down for him. Like, you, you know how the good athletes talk about, I was never a good enough athlete to have that happen. How about Anzalone out of position? He, way you know, too often. So man. he was bad early in that game. He actually played pretty well later in the game. But, yeah, that, that's not a guy that you want to rely so on. So what is it about these guys with slow starts and the team with slow starts under Campbell and the first two years? What is that? Is that game week preparation? Is that football intelligence with the coaches and the players? How can they turn it off and on? I, I do think that there's some criticism that needs to go at Ben Johnson there for he loves to set things up. You know, the, the Panay Sewell play that we all loved last year where he caught the pass. They started working on setting that play up on film study three weeks earlier. Like, maybe just go do it. You know, don't be, because they're 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 squandering opportunities by doing some of the things that they're doing. And I wish that you know, and and it's going to be awesome when that when that when the plate that they're setting up, and I don't know what it is when it works, but they'll maybe maybe fire a few more of those bullets. Don't leave them in the chamber in, in games that you can win before that. And I think that's something. Um, I'll go back. We got the TV on in here. We're watching Ohio State here ready to play uh, Notre Dame. John Cooper at Ohio State had that problem. He couldn't get. In, in big games, it didn't always feel like he was firing all the bullets in his chamber, and he paid for it because it could never be Michigan. Uh, and he had some teams that were better on paper, but couldn't get it done. And I think that that's something that that the Lions would do better at. I think I think Dan Campbell and Ben Johnson both, and and certainly Aaron Glenn. You got you got a guy like Brian Branch who can blitz out of the slot. Blitz him, let him go. Take unchain the night, man. Go, let him let him go get it. And I don't think they're doing a very good job of that. This, this is a game. There's no reason that the Lions should be, and I, I, I don't know the exact number, but I believe they're 29th in blitz percentage this year. This is a defense that's designed to be not top 10, but in, in at least middle of the pack in blitz percentage, and they're not doing it. And you don't have the corners that can handle it if you're not putting that kind of pressure on. We saw that with Jerry Jacobs. You see that with Cam Sutton a little Boy, bit. Jacobs was bad. He, wow. it, he, he, that was a rough game for him. And I know Jerry. I like Jerry, and I, it, it was tough to watch that for him, man. I, I expect him to bounce back. I think he'll be better. I think some of that is that Drake London, who's going to go up against a lot this week, isn't DK Metcalf, and I think that's going to help him out some too. But there's uh, that. There's no question. He had a he had a bad game, man. You know, I'm looking at Atlanta in their first two games. They beat Carolina 24-10, and Carolina arguably one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah. And then they're down 24. 24- 12 going into the fourth quarter at home against the Packers, and the Packers hardly had any offense, but they still had a 12-point lead, and the Falcons uh, come back. Uh, Koo kicks the game-winning field goal, uh, but they rolled up 446 yards of offense on the Packers, so I wonder after the Packers' opening win, are they as good as advertised? 
Falcons had that 13-point fourth quarter this past Sunday. Are the Lions sitting in a spot that if they just get it together, they can grab those two W's and be 3-1 and one and on pace with everybody's expectations? You know, this is something that I, I, I discovered last Sunday night and I tweeted it out and it got a lot of, got a lot of action on next. Thank you for those of you who followed that. Oh, add Jeff Risden on Twitter, R-I-S-D-O-N. Thank you, Bill. If, and, and, and it's Jeff, the normal Jeff, not the French version. Yeah. Not, not G-E-O-F-F, Joff. It's yeah. J-E-F-F. Yeah. That, that's an Ohio Jeff. That, that's right. Not a French Jeff. That's right. I am not the giraffe from Toys R Us. No, no, you're, you're Jeff. J-E-F-F-R-I-S-D-O-N on Twitter. Okay, what did you tweet out? <laughs> the Lions defense allowed the fewest yards of any team in the NFC North last week. The Bears, Vikings, really? and Packers all allowed more yards. They didn't allow that, more. Were you that distraught over the loss to Seattle that you found that? They didn't allow the most, the fewest points, but they did allow the fewest yards and fewest yards per play of any of the defenses in the NFC North last week. So that's sort of that's sort of the context of why I'm not panicking because I think that they're still in very good position to win the NFC North, even if they lose Sunday. I don't. Don't want to say that out loud. NFC North nine might get you the division. I think it does. Nine wins. I think it does. Bears and I do uh, keep that thought. I want to talk yeah. about the NFC North and the start by the three other teams. <laughs> More on that with Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, online at Jeff R I S D O N. You have a Lions comment. Or question, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Also, with another weekend of NFL action, uh, make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and always use code HUGE when you sign up. You can get in on the action on the Lions and the Falcons and the rest of the schedule all weekend long. All you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers who do that and bet $5 on any game will get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups and walk away an instant winner. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Football is more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up with code HUGE. And new customers can bet that $5 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and only when you sign up with code HUGE. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. In the den with Dan Dickerson. 
DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. A quick scouting report from Tigers Hall of Famer Alan Trammell on the defensive abilities of some of the Tigers' top hitting prospects. We start with Jay Shung. He's playing second base at AA, and Tram says he's come a long way in the last year. Moves well, much improved turning the double play. Colt Keith has moved from third base to second base. He's a AAA. He's athletic. He has a quick first step. He's getting better turning the double play. Justin Henry Malloy is at third base at AAA, and Tram says he believes Malloy can hold down that spot at the major league level. He's got the right read, right angles on ground balls. He has first step quickness. Now it's about in-game reps. Alan Trammell firmly believes if you're willing to work hard, anyone can improve enough defensively to make it to the major leagues. Bill Simonson here for my good friend, Josh Garvey. He is a managing partner at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, and they'll be stronger together. And did you know Bean Garter can help your business with outsourcing your payroll and other business needs? That can help ease tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. Just go to BeanGarter.com to find out more how they can help your payroll system and make your workplace that much smoother. Go to BeanGarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com, and they can help you with all your payroll needs. Like I mentioned, tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. All your payroll needs can be handled by the team at BeanGarter. Find out more at BeanGarter.com. Elevate your night out at the legendary Roots Chris Steakhouse, now open at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Start with the finest cuts of USDA prime beef. Pair that with handcrafted cocktails, signature signs, and Roots' legendary hospitality, and you've got yourself one incredible night. Roots Chris Steakhouse has arrived. Make a reservation at rootschris.com for your incredible night at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. Join Van Andel Institute Purple Community for the Be Brave 5K Walk and Run in Caledonia on October 7th at 8 a.m. You can participate in a day of fun and exercise all while supporting breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register at VAI.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on a football Friday on the Huge Show across Michigan. Remember, if you miss any of our Huge Opinions, podcasts, hours, interviews, just search the Huge Show where you download podcasts. They are free. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Final segment here with Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire, Draft Wire, part of the USA Today Network, one of our Lions NFL insiders, uh, NFC North Thoughts. Lions will get uh, the Packers on Thursday night football. Uh, But the story is, will Minnesota get a win against the Chargers this weekend? Uh, I'm looking inside the Packers numbers from that Atlanta game. Either Atlanta's a lot better than what we think, or the Packers uh, fools gold after one win, and the Bears are in complete disarray where you wonder how long anybody lasts there. 
they are a tire fire inside a dumpster fire right at the oh moment. Oh, my Lord. They, they, between all the – what happened with Alan Williams, our defensive coordinator this week. Well, and, what was – is there any – because there's like raids in Hallis Hall and his home. Apparently, and, none of that happened. We, we, we don't know So why exactly, did he resign? Uh, for health reasons, and we're going to have to take his word at that for now. So <laughs> Until, forget, forget the... Uh, forget, forget that Peanut Tillman had to bust him as an FBI agent. Yeah, um, exactly. That, that was, it was a weird week. And you have Justin Fields coming out and talking bad about his offensive coordinator and head coach, like, and they gave him a chance to walk it back, and he didn't exactly do that. Like, it's bad there. Now, their offensive coordinator... And look, Justin Fields has not played as all as well as I thought he would and as well as the Bears need him to. But my God, he's got no help. They had, and there's there's some great film breakdowns out there if you want to look for it on, on social media. They ran a third and three play where they had three wide receivers who could touch one another on their routes. Like, th- there's, it's, it's unbelievably chaotic how awful their coordination is. The, it, it, no, no quarterbacks winning with what they're going on offense, but especially not Fields. <laughs> well, try and take you know I've watched this before where you get a great running quarterback and now you want to try and make him a West Coast or passing QB and you forget uh, what his strength it's hard is. Hard to do that. And speaking of Bears receivers, there was that audio uh, that someone had from the Tampa game yes. where I think one of the Tampa defenders said they're not using you the right way to DJ more of the Bears, and he said, "Yeah, I know." Yeah, that that. That's an unfortunate thing for them, but uh, that's that's good for the Lions because they're. Remember, they didn't pick first in the draft, but they had the number one overall pick last year. They were the worst team. They traded out with Carolina. They could get it again, uh, and that's you know I don't know what they would do with that, but that that's rough. So the Chargers Vikings game fascinates me because they're both zero and two, and they're both probably better than that. And one of those teams is going to go zero and three, and the. There's a lot of heat in Los Angeles right now on their head coach, Brandon Staley, because they have outplayed their opponent in both games and lost. Something we were talking about. That happens a lot with them. <laughs> so uh, Minnesota might back into a win there. I don't know. They're, they got some injury issues of their own. And then, you know, Green Bay is playing. Uh, who they got? They got New Orleans at New Orleans. They're favored to win that game, but I think New Orleans might be the better team. I think New Orleans is going to beat them. And Green Bay has some serious injury issues going on. Their offense of their own. Uh, again, it's not just Detroit that has the injury issues. We're we're feeling it very acutely, but it's you know it's bad. We're going to be we're going to be without David Montgomery, Taylor Decker, you know, a lot this weekend. But uh, it's not just us. And it's, if, if the Lions can survive this Falcons game. It sets up very nicely to go through the rest of the NFC North and have that lead built into it, and then you go get some momentum. Beat win in Green Bay, beat Carolina three and one, you're, four and you're, one. You're four and one, and we're feeling pretty darn probably, good. Probably two games up minimum in the NFC. Exactly, North. and we're laughing about all the all the fire Dan Campbell the stuff that we heard this week. Was just a oh, joke. Oh was... yeah, you know what? All right, hey, you know what? Hey, I got a Dan Campbell tie I bought at we're, Meyer. We're gonna we're. <laughs> I like that. That's a good line. I like that. <laughs> I love it. I wear it every game day now. We win 16-1. and one. Hey, Bill, you were complaining about going for the tie. You know, that, and I hope we can do that. I hope we can have What's fun with that. What's the score Sunday in the Atlanta game? Because we got to hit a break. I, I'll Super tell you what. annoying I, me. I think, I think it's going to be low scoring because I think both teams are going to try to run the ball and shorten the game. So I think you're going to have fewer drives. I think it's going to be like 24-20, something like Who that. Who wins? I got the Lions winning. Yeah, I, got the I, Lions I, I think the, our run defense matches up well with them, and I think our 
are passing over the top is going to get some success because Jeff Okuda is going to start at cornerback for them. I think we know what that means. Jeff, uh, we'll talk next week. Enjoy the game. Sounds great. Thank you. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now we're back with another week of football, and DraftKings is keeping us in on all the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away with an instant winner. Just use that code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Also, DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Football's more fun when you're in on the action. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up with code HUGE. New customers then can bet $5 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and that's also only when you use code HUGE when you sign up. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the Huge Show final segment on a football Friday on the eve of Michigan State, Maryland, and East Lansing, and also the Wolverines and the Scarlet Knights of Rutgers will be at the Big House in Ann Arbor, Lions and the Falcons on Sunday. Now, on the pro football side, make sure you try and beat my picks every week in the Beat Huge contest. Josh Garvey, the managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at their Grand Rapids office and his team. They have put up $1,500 in cash you have until Sunday morning to play every week for free at thehugeshow.net. Thursday night game is always a freebie on the NFL side. Get your picks in every week. More weeks you beat me, the more chances you'll have to win that $1,500 in cash. Play every week until Sunday morning at thehugeshow.net. Josh Garvey is staying by, joins us from the Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in downtown Grand Rapids for the west side of the state. Troy is where uh, the Dorn Mayhew uh, headquarters are at. How you doing, my man? I'm doing well. How about you? Doing good. I was looking at my picks from last week. Seven and seven on 14 selections. Four and five in week one. Three and four in week two. Seven and seven last week. So I'm under 
the 500 line of 14 and 16. Are you ready to take my picks right now? Let's do it. All right, we'll begin in the Big Ten. Wisconsin has given six to Purdue at Purdue. Purdue's horrible. I like Wisconsin minus a six. Josh, you agree or disagree with me? I'm with you on that one. Yeah, I think that's an uh, that's an easy one. Purdue is really bad. I'm talking They're like bad, horrible. They're bad. Boy, Michigan given bad. yeah. Uh, Rutgers is undefeated. Michigan has given them 24. Man, I'm torn on this. I I feel 24 is a little bit too much. I mean, Michigan could be up 31 and a junk touchdown would uh, push the wager on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. I'll go with Rutgers plus 24, but Michigan wins the game by two touchdowns. You know, I'm with you on that. I can see Michigan by 17, so Rutgers in the points is my pick as well. Well, Florida State-Clemson should be a good game on the national stage. Florida State uh, given two on the DraftKings Sportsbook big board. I, I like that play in Clemson. I'll take Florida State. I agree. Florida State looks good this year. Game I love, Oklahoma given Cincinnati 14. Uh, I'll go Boomer sooner. Uh, I'll take OU. I agree. They're putting up a lot of points. Uh, Army uh, getting 13 against Syracuse. Syracuse is pretty good this year. Uh, I'm going to take Syracuse minus a 13. I love West Point, but I'm taking Syracuse minus 13 on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. Yeah, that line is a little tricky for me. Uh, I, I don't, it just seems like a trap, but I do like Syracuse with the 13. Toledo given Western Michigan 21 and a half. I think that's too much in the MAC. I'm not saying Lance Taylor and the Broncos will win, but I'll take Western plus 21 and a half. I'd have to agree. Too many points for the MAC. I'm with Western as well. Colorado Prime and Oregon. Mm. Colorado is getting. Did I see that right? Is that. How many points? Is that 21? I'm not seeing that right, am I? No. Are they getting 21? Oh, my Lord. That can't be right. I think it is. Man. That seems like a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, that seems like a lot. Doesn't that seem like a lot? Maybe because they struggled against Colorado State. It changed after their opening season win over TCU. Yeah, that seems like a lot. I'll, I'll take prime uh, plus the 21. Yeah, that seems like yeah, a lot. that seems like a lot of points. Uh, they're playing pretty good football. Oregon's a tough team, right? But that seems like a lot of points. I'm with Colorado in the points. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Twenty-one, a lot to give. I, I, I'm saying that Oregon could win, but I'll, I'll go with Oregon by ten. Uh, Maryland on the road, giving seven and a half to Michigan State. I think Michigan State is not a good football team. I like Maryland on the road at Spartan Stadium, minus a seven and a half. I agree. I think Maryland takes care of that easily. And there's some great games uh, this weekend. UCLA uh, at Utah. Utah is giving UCLA five and a half. I'll take uh, the Utes at home to cover that five and a half. I agree. Utah at home. Other games on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board that I do like uh, include Oklahoma State, Iowa State. Man, Oklahoma State's getting three and a half. They didn't play well last week, but I'll take Oklahoma State plus three and a half. I think Iowa State got beat by an FCS school, if I'm not wrong. 
I think you're right about that, actually. Uh, that was highlighted on SportsCenter. I like the points in OK State as well. Central Michigan getting 16 at South Alabama. Uh, I'll take CMU plus the points. I think they'll hang around. They won't win the game, but I'll take CMU uh, plus the points. I'm going to take the same thing. It's a lot of points. Uh, Arkansas LSU, man, there's some really good college football on this weekend. I'll go with uh, Arkansas plus a 17 and a half uh, at LSU. Uh, I think that's a an easy money pick. I think so, too. I think LSU wins, but I like the points. All right, final two picks uh, out of the Big Ten. Ohio State is giving Notre Dame points at Notre Dame three and a half. I'm going to take Notre Dame plus a three and a half, and I'm also – Going to take Penn State to cover the 14 and a half against Iowa. Josh Garvey, he is the managing shareholder for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, their GR office, world headquarters uh, in Troy uh, with Dorn Mayhew. Uh, he keeps all of our picks. We'll talk next Thursday with Lomas Brown in the studio about the Lions and what they did against the Falcons. And look ahead to that Green Bay Packers game next Thursday night with our friends from. Uh, Dorn Mayhew. Josh, enjoy the games this weekend. We'll talk next week. That sounds great. Thank you. Big. Bad. Huge.